Welcome to the Triskillian, the Purica podcast, where it's all about nature, science, you. The natural health industry continues to grow. Obviously, there's pandemic-specific reasons why some companies, some brands have done better than others. And certainly, there's been a lot of challenges attached to it these past 18 to 21 months. Having said that, the overall trajectory over the past decade and projected over the next decade is nothing but growth for natural health, for supplementation, whole food products, and other positive lifestyle solutions. And someone who's got a great bird's nest view of growth in the industry is Finn Shanahan Dover of Team Purica. He's been on both sides of the equation, working on retail, and he's also and and of course on the vendor side, on the on the Purica side, on the product development side, and across multiple platforms, bricks and mortar, digital, and social. Finn, there's so many moving parts in the industry. I mean, it's certainly an exciting time to be in natural health, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. I think it's, uh, as always, it's a very fast-paced, fast-moving industry. And uh, despite the pandemic, that hasn't really slowed down too much. There's always new trends coming about. There's uh, new products in the industry that people are keen for. And I think now more than ever, there's been more eyes at a consumer level on the industry itself. You know, it's interesting as I listen to you talk about the both the challenges and the opportunities of of serving people through, you know, the times that we've been through. I think of the collectibles and trading card industry. Now, you're a big karate guy and and mixed martial arts uh, uh, guy. Um, you know, on, on the trading card side of things, there's been a massive spike because people are spending more time in front of their computers. They're also probably for stress relief, you know, thinking of those simpler times when we were all little kids, uh, you know, opening up the packs of trading cards with bubble gum and, and, and whatever else came with it. There's been a real boom despite the challenges of the, of the pandemic. Certainly, some of that has been seen in the health industry. Obviously, a lot of challenges as well at the retail front. What do you see as the common quality that has helped both retailers, vendors, uh, uh, product developers uh, get through and set themselves up for continued growth moving forward? I think the uh, gradual shift to online has been pretty pivotal for a lot of retailers. I mean, the ones that I'm seeing right now, the ones that I work closely with, they've really had uh, either continued sustained growth or if they've transitioned more to an online model, they've increased their their growth substantially despite all of the issues and uh, demands that the pandemic has brought upon them. And I think that's just because you have to meet certain people where they're at, right? That there's a lot of people throughout this pandemic that haven't been able to do their usual things, don't feel comfortable going to a retail location. So it's important to meet them where they're at. And having an online presence is an excellent part of that. I think, like you say, more and more people spending more time at home and they want to be able to browse and select things based on um, where they are and not have to go out and in their mind take a risk by going out to brick and mortar locations. So yeah, I think the transition to online, certainly from what I'm seeing on this side of the equation has been uh, very beneficial for a lot of my retailers. And again, it's a bit of a learning curve, but seems to be well worth it. 
Now, we might get some feedback from listeners who are end users, who are Purica customers and wanting to make sure they've got the right natural supplements in their hands. Uh, what are some of the uh, the things that you've seen that have worked really well to, to help people browse to the right solution? Uh, are there some success stories? And we don't need to be, you know, retailer specific or brand specific, but what are some of the things that you've seen working that have broadened the audience, broadened the footprint, and, and again, as, as, as we're talking about, put the right supplements in the right people's hands? Yes, yeah, certainly. And I mean, uh, with, the, with that uh, transitioning model, so sticking more with the online theme, there's different ways uh, that you can kind of ensure that people have the right knowledge they need to select supplements. It's quite different, right? Like if you're coming into a, uh, into a retail store, it's relatively easy. You can form a connection with the customer. You can uh, kind of gently probe and assess their needs and then come up with the best uh, solution for them in terms of what you have on yourself. Very different when it's online. So online, it's quite difficult. You typically won't have that interaction with the customer right away. Uh, You might not even have it at all. So it really comes down to educating the customer while they're there on your site or e-commerce platform. And there's a variety of ways to do that. I mean, a lot of people tend to think about like listings, right? If anyone's ever shopped on Amazon or one of the big websites, you kind of go on there and right away you look at your reviews, so you make sure that it's got a decent number of stars on there, and then you look at the image, and then right away, even in the title, you've got an idea of what this supplement will do for you. So in big, bold letters, even before you scroll down, you kind of get an idea of what the functions are, and then you've got a nice product description. That's just one way, just listing it really well. So with beautiful images, making sure you get the main talking points in the title so that it's all all there, making it really easy for the customer to see what it's about and make that purchasing decision. Another really good way, there's a couple of things that people do to go above and beyond, and that's offering things like um, webinars or online seminars that different people can attend uh, if they want a more in-depth look at maybe a particular company or a particular supplement. Those can be a really helpful resource and typically pretty easy to set up for the vendor. So if you can set up one of those for your clients, I mean, right away, you can get a really decent attendance. It's easy for them to attend while they're at their home and they can learn a ton about the different products from someone who works very closely with them. So that's a more in-depth kind of way of doing it and a good way to bring in new clients because it's a little value add. They're getting a bunch of education just for tuning in, like being on your site or platform. And then who knows, maybe you pair that with a deal or something like that. And then that just informs the customer even further about what they can purchase. We're talking to Finn Shanahan Dover of Team Purica, talking about some of the best practices driving the growth of the natural health industry, of course, at its core at the retail level. Uh, and he's got experience on both sides of the coin. Uh, Finn, I, I, I just want to pick up on, you know, your flagging education as to how important it is. I mean, obviously... Uh, there's probably not much of a difference in smartness of clients over the past decade, but certainly there's, there seems to me to be a difference in 
you know, informed, being informed, knowing about natural health solutions, knowing about natural supplements from mushrooms to probiotics and whatever. Does that match with, with, with your experience that people are, uh, because of online education, because of uh, the web webcasts and podcasts that you're talking about, the webinars and podcasts you're talking about, that people just seem to know a lot more going in? Absolutely. And I think that's just, uh, that's not specific to the natural health industry. I think that's with anything. We've got these phones that we carry around with us that are so powerful and uh, can access information so quickly that it really is just a case of even if someone's walking into a retail store, you can say something to them and then right away they can verify if the internet says that's correct as well, or they can find a ton of different sources. So yeah, I think it, it really is quite crazy how um, accessible information is, and it just points to how important it is to be able to put yourself out there as a retailer of any kind. Uh, and the science side, it, it sure seems, I mean, science has always been a big part of the equation, but the amount of research, uh, the, 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 the testimonials uh, that, that, that come from researchers who've seen datas across so many different end samples, uh, there sure, sure seems to be a lot more scientific application uh, that is helping to bring people who might have been on the fence in terms of skepticism, might be more used to pharmaceutical solutions. They're now seeing the real data around nutraceuticals and natural health solutions. Uh, uh, does that check out for you as well? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's always something that will grow a little won't grow as quickly the evidence base for the nutraceuticals just because of how much money there is in uh, in the pharmaceutical side of things. So they're, they're slowly gaining ground and people are appreciating them. But yeah, it's, it's really cool to see. I mean, a few things like even probiotics, the research around those uh, is getting a lot of attention now because they're found to be having a ton of benefit, right? Even for people who are compromised, but even um, just people who want to maintain general health. There's good research on that. I mean, fantastic data on uh, novel forms of curcumin. There's really, really good data coming out now. And uh, again, it will always move a little slowly, but it's really cool to see it finally coming out and getting a bit more attention. Uh People who are looking for natural health solutions, uh, you know, there's so many different areas that they can choose from. You mentioned some of them just now, you know, immunity products. There's, um, you know, joint um, uh, uh, pain uh, formulas. Uh, those are just two examples of, of, of dozens of different applications. What's the key to having people sort of narrow their focus a little bit, because certainly we can benefit from all kinds of different forms of natural supplementation. Uh, what have you seen among retailers and, and vendors uh, that have allowed them to really help customers and customers focus on maybe what they need when they need it? and when they need it most. You're in the natural health zone with the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. Well, that's, that's exactly it. Um, you kind of summed it up right there is just taking what you need when you need it. It can be very tempting as a consumer to kind of see all the touted benefits of a certain supplement or um, anything, touted benefits of any sort of product, and you can think, oh, okay, I need that right now. And really, when it comes to health, Generally, you can have a pretty good idea of what you need at the time and what you don't. And um, 
So as a consumer, I'd say just kind of look for that. Look for what you need. If you're in a ton of pain, then sure, curcumin might be good for you. But if you're not in a ton of pain, is it worth it for you at that time to spend that money and grab that? Or would it be better to get something like um, uh, something more daily, right? Like everyone needs more vitamin D3, especially where we live here in Canada in the wintertime. We don't get enough exposure to sunlight. We're typically not making enough. So everyone can benefit from vitamin D. Are your purchasing dollars better spent there rather than somewhere that really you don't need it even though if it sounds even though it sounds good so I'd say for a consumer just having what you just taking what you need and for retailers I mean if, if you're looking to grow I, I mean have an integrity when you're educating your customers right I mean some people when they come into a retail store or they shop on your site whatever it may be they're putting a lot of trust in you when it comes to their health so you could have a pretty short-term mindset and say, oh, buy this, 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 buy half of our catalog, you might not need it. In the end, that's probably going to drive away someone because they'll end up spending a bunch of money on stuff that they don't typically need at the time so they won't feel the benefit to their health. That might drive them away from the industry or you as a retailer. And then they get uh, they go to someone else who educates them with a bit more integrity and says, hey, use this, it's going to be impactful for you. One impactful product is going to go far further than six products that aren't impactful for someone. So from the retailer side, educating with integrity, that's going to build you your long-term customers, your repeat customers, and uh, it will serve you a lot better in the long run than making a quick sale. You're listening to the Triskillian, the Purica podcast featuring Finn Shanahan Dover. We're talking about ways for the health industry to continue to grow. And of course, that all builds one relationship at a time with customers getting enhanced quality of life because they're getting the right natural supplements in their hands. We all know, Finn, that, you know, customers need to ask a lot of questions in terms of what's right for them. But isn't it also true that some of the best retailers, some of the best, um, you know, sellers and marketers of natural supplements, they're asking a heck of a lot of questions themselves and and that aligns them more precisely uh, with their customers? Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that statement. You're going to get a lot more... uh, it's just a lot more out of the um, kind of the retailer customer relationship if you ask those questions, right? And I mean, you think about health in general, it's very personal. If I was to go into a store right away and let's say I had some condition that I wasn't really comfortable talking about, I mean, I'm not going to go in right away and when someone says, hey, what are you in here for? I'm not going to tell them that I've got something that irks me terribly like really painful hemorrhoids just because they asked me that question, right? It's about about connecting with people first. So you have to make the client feel comfortable. If you can connect with someone and then get into what's frustrating them, what they're after, you're better able to serve them. And then once you serve them uh, adequately or properly, then they get something that's been super impactful for them. That can change their life, and then all of a sudden, you've got someone who's now an advocate for you in your business. So, absolutely, asking the questions is key. And I really love being able to go in somewhere, anywhere. And again, this isn't this isn't uh, confined just to the natural health industry. But if I go in somewhere, and I've got someone who works in that establishment attending to me well, asking me the right questions, 
um, or just respecting if I want to be left alone, I really appreciate that a lot more than another place that's kind of just more transactional. You know, I come in, they're like, what do you need this? Oh, okay, here you go. I, I, I much prefer someone when I go in to be like, so if I'm if they ask me, hey, what do you need? And I say a certain product, and then they say, oh, what are you taking it for? That shows a level of interest to me rather than just showing me the products on the shelf. You know, like it just kind of shows a little, a little more care. And then maybe I've come in on the false assumption, right? Maybe if we're going back to information, maybe I've been misinformed somewhere online or from a friend, and then they can point me in the right direction, steer me away from getting a product that wouldn't have been so impactful to me to one that's going to be a lot better for my situation. And then all of a sudden, everyone's got the best out of that situation. So, yeah, I think asking a lot of uh, questions is key. And the key to being able to ask those questions is being able to connect with your clients. And it's uh, relatively easy to install, but finding out how to do it online is a different matter. And it's not something that everyone's perfecting quite yet, but that's where I think we're going to see the most success is by people being able to figure out a way to do that and build that connection online so that they can serve them uh, in a much more personalized manner. I think that's where the future lies in terms of, okay, this is where we're really going to take off. We're talking to Finn Shanahan Dover of Team Purica. Finn, just picking up on, you know, uh, alignment by, you know, both sides asking a lot of questions, just making sure that they are going down the right pathway to product selection. Uh, We know how that happens organically in a store situation, uh, you know, between two people. uh, And again, both of them, as you said, should be asking questions. When it comes to the digital space, there's been so much expanded capacity in that regard these past few years. I mean, online chats, uh, you know, questions being answered that way. And of course, you've got significant experience on behalf of Purica in terms of Amazon and, and, and you know, Amazon, the master of aligning uh, products matching people up with tracked preferences. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a really important part of the equation now. Analytics, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I was chatting to someone just the other day, and they said one of the uh, best investments they've made into their store is uh, into their online store is just analytics. Like investing in a ton of different analytics data based on uh, customer preferences, what products carry. There's a ton of different things that you can do in that space. I'm not too familiar with uh, the specific uh, companies or software that you can get, but I was definitely told, yeah, one of the best things that you can invest in if you're going the online route is analytics because it will pay dividends in a relatively short amount of time. You know, certainly Google Analytics is probably a baseline for some of those listening to uh, to consider. Uh, but the algorithms are just so fascinating. I mean, you're obviously in millennial territory. You've got all of this, you know, naturally in your in your device and in the way you go about business anyway. But even even someone like you, Finn, you've got to be blown away by data driven algorithms and 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 just the way the digital space is is working to expand the business of retailers, to expand the business of vendors, direct to consumer, and, and again, just to make sure that the right people are getting the right solutions in, in, in front of them. Uh, uh, or is it now old hat for you? <laughs> no, no, it's certainly not old hat. I mean, I've never seen 
just to amaze me the uh, pace at which the technology is advancing. It's pretty astounding. I mean, I remember it uh, not even too long ago, maybe two, three years ago. The algorithm wasn't too good. Like, I, I kind of finish doing some browsing and be all over the place and some of it will be for work and uh, then all of a sudden you see an ad for something very random that wasn't wasn't really set to what the, uh, what my preferences would be but now it seems that every ad no, ma- no matter what it is it just catches my attention and not because it's uh, necessarily a fantastic ad but just because it's been something that I've even been thinking about uh, purchasing or getting into. So it's really interesting how that happens and uh, quite scary when you think about it. It's almost like they're, they're so close to just cracking what you're going to be thinking about. And I think, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite astounding. Never seems just so amazing. Uh, Finn, you know, we mentioned research and how important science is to the growth of the natural health industry. And the more research, the more science, the the more people are being converted uh, to natural supplements and natural solutions. In that context, how important are doctors, naturopaths, chiropractors, uh, you know, nutritionists, uh, registeristic nutritionists, uh, uh, how, how much of, of an ally can those kinds of practitioners be to, to retailers uh, being part of, uh, you know, advisory councils and, and, and groups and maybe, you know, bringing some of their learnings and, and, and teachings to uh, the website of, of, of leading retailers and, and vendors, uh, pharmacists who obviously have got pharmaceutical training, but are focused on natural solutions. I mean, someone like uh, Lyle Sonata of, of uh, Cloverdale Pharmasave, who's not only a, a, a pharmacist for human clients, but uh, also for pet clients and, and, and horse clients. How important is that support system, that sort of a, a scientific base and, 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 and practitioner base to the growth of the natural health industry moving forward in your eyes? Yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd say it's very important. I, these people, like your nutritionists, your doctors, naturopaths, pharmacists, very well-educated people, and they've got a ton of knowledge. And, uh, I mean, the good ones, they're keeping up with the latest all the time as well. Like, these people, they never stop learning. Even when they graduate university, they keep on learning in their field. Um, so, yeah, they're a fantastic resource that can be great for the consumer, right? So, I mean, consumers still, you put a lot of trust in your healthcare providers or uh, your healthcare professionals. So, it's really important to be able to have those relationships and it's really cool to see that more um, of those healthcare professionals are taking note of the industry and seeing where there can be uh, where there can be benefits, but also being able to point out the drawbacks too. So it's good to have those educated minds and opinions, just to make sure that everything keeps going the way it's going and we keep getting better uh, as an industry as a whole. And as you get more support from the science and from those practitioners. Eventually, that will weed out the stuff that isn't that isn't too great or doesn't work well, and you'll just be left with a bunch of the really good companies that can have a ton of benefit for helping people. Finn, last one for you. Uh, we obviously we know how much Purica puts into its own educational programs, webinars, podcasts, uh, uh, video, uh, a lot of uh, blogs on at Purica.com. 
I mean, certainly uh, some retailers are much more advanced than others, but slowly but surely, uh, almost all retailers are at least getting into the space in, in terms of uh, digital and, and, and reaching out to people with, with product education. What do you think is the single most important thing that, that customers are looking for when it comes to product education and when it comes to uh, retailers showing that they're in tune with, with, with emerging needs? an interesting question i don't know if i could put a finger on what the uh the single most important thing would be but um i i think just the mere offering of education as long as it's to a reasonable standard and like it's someone educated high level is doing it anyone uh in one of the professions that you mentioned the pharmacist a nutritionist, a doctor, a naturopathic doctor, having those sorts of credentials so that you know that you have someone that can understand the science or the technicalities or the terms, and then having someone who can relay that information in a non-complicated manner to the end user is very important. So when it gets down to the different webinars, you can have the most brilliant mind in the world, but if they don't know how to break it down into simple terms for a consumer, the end user might not get as much out of that uh, that webinar as they could. So definitely being able to select the right person who can really break down the information into a kind of like easy digest format would be the best way to, uh, or a very important factor certainly when it comes to providing that education. And also ease of use and access. So, for example, if you have a webinar that's live and it's just live once and you can't, for example, provide a recording, then you're missing out on a bunch of different, on a ton of audience that you could have captured. So there's that to think about as well. Having the right platform so that it's, uh, again, readily available to a wider audience is key too. Finn. Always appreciate your insights and always, you know, am, am, am cognizant of how they're shaped by not only your current responsibilities as part of Team Puric on the product development side of things and the product marketing side of things, but your experience with some of the best retailers in the business at the at the ground floor and at the, the digital level. So we really value it. Uh, look forward to having you on again real soon. Thanks so much for doing this. No problem. Thanks so much, Tom. Always a pleasure. That's Finn Shanahan Dover on the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. You've been listening to the Triskillian, the Purica podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Purica Wellness and sign up for our e-newsletter at purica.com.